0: Welcome to Performance Anxiety. I am your host, Mark, and we are here on the Pantheon Podcast Network. And before we get into too much, I want to thank everybody for tuning in week after week and listening to these great stories. And I want to thank AKG for this amazing headphone and microphone setup that they've sent specifically for podcasters. It's working out beautifully, as I hope you guys can tell. Let's welcome singer, guitarist, and all-around chill dude Ryan Scully to the podcast. We talk about a lot of different topics, getting a little philosophical at times, but in a way that ultimately ends in one of us laughing. He tells how he wound up in New Orleans after growing up in Missouri, working in his family's restaurant. He also tells me about how he found his own voice as a songwriter. He's written a children's album that's on Bandcamp, and even been able to incorporate his kids into his wider releases. And we have a mutual love for alternate tunings and feedback. So check them out on the socials at Dadooforus, D-A-D-O-O-P-H-O-R-U-S. Follow us at Performance A&X. Subscribe, rate, review, buy us coffee at ko-fi.com slash performance anxiety. And merch is at performanceanx.threadless.com. Now, I've got my adult beverage. I suggest you grab one as well. And let's get into Ryan Scully on Performance Anxiety on the Pantheon Podcast Network.
1: All right. Hey, everyone. This is R. Scully from New Orleans, member of Morning 40 Federation, Rough 7, and uh, just released a new record, New Confusion, which I wrote in my attic. for are listening to the Performance Anxiety Podcast with my new buddy, Mark. All right, man. Hey, sorry that my phone died. You 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 had me mesmerized, man. I was I was into your story and uh, good times, man. (laughs) I don't don't know if I have anything to weigh that you hear, man. (laughs) Where's my gun? I got my hundred dollar guitar here. (laughs) That that I can deal with. Yeah, it's it's tuned to an open G. Oh, there you go. I've been messing around with that. Oh yeah. Yeah, a lot of the songs on, on this record I did in Open G um, okay. just uh, as a way of, you know, exploring. It, you know, the, you get stuck sometimes when you're on, you know, a standard tuned guitar and yeah. you've been playing long enough to where you're like stuck in the same patterns and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. And so you change the tuning and all of a sudden you're writing new riffs and, and shit like that. So Yeah, you kind of get
0: uh, that muscle memory going when you when you stick in the same tuning
1: yeah yeah and um so it's a good way to you know if you're looking to write something it takes a little while to warm up but i'm also doing some finger picking stuff and oh cool um, some blues some blues boogie stuff uh, you know like rl burnside type stuff oh uh, nice work, working on so i try to i'm not a virtuoso but i you know by any means but i do like to um explore different instruments and um you know it, i i play them all really primitively
0: oh okay. you know <laughs> sometimes i think it's the most emotion out of them
1: it, it's i don't know it, it it's like okay i can't write a song on the guitar uh so i'm gonna <laughs> tune it this this different way <laughs> and then uh, there's a song oh there man you, look at that there you go <laughs> uh, or, or or bang on the piano or you know get a banjo or har- uh, yeah it's just you know it just expanding out i i liked it I'd rather than learn one instrument really well yeah I just fuck around primitively on a bunch of them oh yeah it, you know it keeps you fresh
0: yeah so, and i was listening to some of the older stuff and uh i it's really interesting like all right so i'm listening to uh, uh okay so the morning 40 federation I'm listening, and I'm I'm loving Washing Machine and Dumpster Juice. Those
2: those (laughs) songs are awesome.
0: but i got to be honest with you i like the rough 7 better oh yeah that was really cool um it, it's a little more raw little to right me, on. it's a little less jazzy little more raw particularly the songs and I was, I was just listening to the live stuff um had a home and not insane anymore Were just they blew me away those were great tracks
1: Uh, on youtube yeah the, yeah the the uh yeah rough seven we were definitely known for uh and uh, i mean mike andrew ponton was the drummer for the 40s and for rough seven he was my drummer for you know uh, years musical partner i guess you could say okay he's in brook he, he moved to brooklyn uh, about a year ago oh wow uh, his wife got a job up there and he's uh and they're doing really well but playing with you know in rough seven was really we would go out so we rough seven was one of the it was a band that would take chances a lot
0: it seems that way
1: yeah we you know morning 40s were more apt especially towards um more recently to just stick with song structure okay like, we're just going to do the song this way um you know different levels of energy but it, it was Definitely rough. Seven. We're like, you know what? During this part, just let's just just figure it out. Oh, you know? nice. So, so a lot of that stuff. I might change the song in the middle of it, or I might just be like, bring it down. Oh, you wow. know, or 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 you know, just those kind of things. And so sometimes, you know, we would just bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you know? because you know, if you're when you're uh, trying to So when you're trying to, you, so it's a a risk, you know, it's called a risk for a reason. Right. 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 Because you can play the song exactly as it's written, you know, and, and you know, it's going to be come out that way. And you know, you're going to get a reaction, I guess, based on how good the song is and whatever the, the energy in the room, but you can take a risk and you can be like, let's let's play it really loosely and see what kind of energy happens, you know, yeah. but it, it like, and I'm going to change in the middle of the song, what you expect I'm going to do. And you, and you follow, right. And see if you can follow. And like, so the improvisational element of that could, can like really juice the, the energy. Oh, absolutely. If, if, you, if you're hitting it, right. Yeah. If you're hitting it. And so, you know, rough seven, we would, we would often, uh, transcend, you know, have these great shows um, because of that. You know, these, and we were really experimental with noise and um, and feedback and stuff like that. That's
0: that's what I was going to ask you about because I I love that kind of stuff. I mean, I was getting kind of like a uh, on some of the tracks and and even on the new album, I'm getting a little bit of like a, a being there era Wilco vibe with with some of the uh, the bed the music bed underneath like the noise and, and the feedback
1: yeah uh definitely i mean that's with well you know i like a lot of wilco's stuff i like to think you know I, I try to not be quite as white as wilco right uh but i'm not i'm not knocking it i just like black music a lot oh yeah you know like i mean that's that's where you know uh all great American music comes from. Man. Yeah. It's, but the other thing is though the the feedback and noise element that Wilco does, you know, in some stuff yeah. and experimental stuff like that soundscapes. I'm totally into that. And I'm also and Jeff Tweedy is just a kick-ass songwriter. Oh yeah. You know, but, um, but yeah, you, uh, Rob Cambry was, is a guitarist in rough seven. Okay. And he, he's a, an, you know, an avant guitarist so before he joined the band he was you know pretty much strictly an avant uh, jazz noise jazz guitarist oh and, really cool and he like he he books shows in new orleans when shows are going when they existed yeah uh, yeah and he brings like all these guys that I, I don't know who, the, who they are you know oh, but wow. but they come down and it's all improvisational noise jazz shit That's and uh awesome. and uh and uh so he joins the band uh because our other guitarists didn't want to do it anymore um and uh and He just comes in and he's like, Well, I'm not sure I could do it, you know. And, and we're like, You can do it, man. <laughs> and you know, because he's like, I'm gonna, how am I gonna play countries? You, shit? you know, Cause yeah, he's just, just freeform. Like, I mean, he's he's pretty well known in those circles. Rob Cambry, he he played a, a show, a duel, just him and Thurston Moore one time. Oh, wow, he, here in New Orleans, it's just two that you know, two of them uh <laughs> plugging into amps, and just they both just you know, That's it, amazing. it was super, It was like Rob's dream come true, but, oh, it was, but he's the real deal. And so with rough seven, we have that opportunity, you know, with him and also Raddy Skirvix, who is the, the keyboard player, who's also a freaking force of nature yeah. on, on his own. And he can freak out. And so that band just had, and Stu Odom, the bass player, mm-hmm. um, every one of those guys, can just freak the fuck out on their own. Yeah, and so uh, you know, I I you give them a, a country song, <laughs> you know, and, and then I'll just like hold on, you know, just do that, and then it's like whoa, you know, then crazy things happen. Yeah, it's uh, it's so so yeah, man. That playing with that band, is fun, and it'll it'll happen again. Mike Andrew grew up in eunice louisiana like he's the only uh well rob cambry also but mike is like cajun you oh
3: know? yeah
1: uh, louisiana is home he's coming back yeah you know it's that's <laughs> a you know i'm like we're you know we'll just hold on we'll we'll just be, back. be patient just like, be, be patient louisiana's home <laughs> we'll be rocking again before you know it but in the meantime i'm gonna make a, a record you know i'm done. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, and so him being gone actually gave me the opportunity to make this record, you know, this new Confusion record.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, how did you get into music in the first place? Now, Where where are you from originally?
1: From uh, Missouri. I grew up okay. in Missouri, a uh, small town up there, Warrensburg, Missouri. Um, and so I didn't really. I was a fanatic about music in high school. Uh, you know, like I think I heard, um, Debaser, you know, the Pixies yep. like the Doolittle record. And, oh, yeah. and, uh, and it just like blew my mind to where, I mean, my older brother used to listen to like new wave. He was two years older than me. okay. So, so I remember him listening to stuff. But for some reason, uh, it was Pixie's and Jane's Addiction, too. Like, you know, around that, the, the early, early shit. Yeah, yeah. And I, rem- I remember listening to, like, Jane says, I am like, I guess I must have been, like, 14 or something. Or, I don't know. And I was, like, and I stole, the t- I stole his tape. <laughs> you know? and I'm, like, listening to it on my boombox in my room, like, over and over and over again, oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it was just one of those things where I was, like, why is this shit not on the radio? Yeah. You know, and then it became that thing like, well, I'm the only one that knows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then so then like me and one of my buddies, you know, we both kind of fell in love with the underground music, you know, in the, in the early 90s. And then we started to seek it out. Right. Yeah. We, we would, we would drive to Columbia, Missouri, about an hour and a half. That's M- MU University of Missouri. And okay. there was a street street side records there. And we would just go in there, uh, you know, I guess there's sixteen, fifteen 16, 15 and 16. Cause just got our license. And we go in there and say, Hey man, what's new, man. What's new, yeah. you know, because it was just our own, it was our thing, you know? Yeah. Our own. And, uh, and so we, I was a fanatic about music, But I never really thought about playing. But it's kind of weird. It it skipped a generation, I guess, because my grandfather, my dad's dad, who died when he was 14, uh, was real close with Irvin Berlin. Oh, wow. And he was a musician. And supposedly, uh, as the story goes, the song, The Hostess with the Mostess, you know, that yeah. was written about was written about my grandmother. Oh, wow. That's what they that's what they. So he was a, he was a, uh, in the military during World War II, Okay. And he was in charge of uh, like entertainment for for the soldiers. OK. Right. In Italy. And so my grandmother was a nurse. Uh, for the red cross. And she was in charge of like the entertainment for the red cross. Right. So they, they met that way. And my uncle, my, my grandfather knew her in Berlin. And so like, they all kind of hooked up at the same time to provide entertainment
3: for soldiers
1: in world war two. And that's when my grandfather met my grandmother was with was with uh mr b as what she used to you know what you tell stories she call him mr b i mean we're talking white christmas man That's I mean, this
0: amazing
1: so he was he was like a a songwriter and um uh he had clubs in new york and you know but i you know he's it's he's enigmatic you know he died yeah. you know my my dad was pretty young and um, but it, it sucks because you know kind of and then it skipped my my dad and his brothers never really learned how to play any instruments and then it just somebody showed me you know like three chords in college
3: yeah
1: and i'm like shit i can write songs (laughs) (laughs) and i seriously i I don't even remember i don't remember like not writing a song like uh with three chords show me the three chords and then i'm like off to the races, right? And, yeah, you know,
0: that's awesome.
1: Yeah, it was so. Since then, you know, I, I haven't been able to stop, man. I've actually many times wanted to stop. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, did you start gigging right away, or were you just playing, you know, woodshedding in in, in your dorm room? Or
1: uh, no, I was. I was pretty ready to to get out and play. I remember doing, uh, uh, you know, open mic. Like me and me and a friend, my friend Eddie Credit. <laughs> That's a great name. We would go out and uh, you know, do two guitars and play and, and we go to, like these open mics and just you know, there'd be like metal guys there and, and they'd heckle us and we we were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but then put together a band in, in Columbia, Missouri and uh, we were called the Attack Family and uh, we Ooh. made a lot of a lot of great Some good music, but with really crappy lyrics.
3: Oh,
1: really? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I was listening to some of it, uh, you know, just kind of trying to catalog stuff. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I'm like, oh, no. And, you know, there's so, but in the kernel of, so, you know, it was, I was deeply into Fugazi. Uh. Ah. at my, you know, I was, we, we used to go and see them at this outhouse in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, and it was just this, a shack in a cornfield. Oh, wow. It, they would just drive up in their, their rental truck. Right. Yeah. Like where everybody's there, they run, they, they just come in, set up, tape their cords down and just kick ass. Wow. And, and it just, you know, I was, you know, I weighed like a buck oh five man i'm like a kid and i'm like stage diving i'm like in the pit with the skin heads. Wow. you know I'm like, I'm like you know falling down and they're picking me up and shit and and it, i mean it, that that stuff totally blew my mind you know and then kind of deeply into the seriousness of music you know yeah. at that age yep i know the and feeling then, and then i saw uh I saw the blues explosion open up for uh, the breeders. Oh, wow. And, uh, and I was like, this is, this is the shit. This is it. Because, you know, you know, after Cobain died and and all that, you know, it it was sort of like this whole thing of like the angst thing. It's sort of like, I don't want to deal with the angst anymore. Yeah. You know? And, and like the blues explosion happened at, at just the right time, you know, for this, like, just just like uh, blues cliches all, yeah. all over the place. I'm like, I love it. Yeah. Because there's, there's, I'm not thinking about anything. Here. This yeah. Is like, this is just like feel body music. Right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And so, but the problem with that is a lot of my early shit was clearly <laughs> <laughs> inspired by that. <laughs> Whether it was clearly inspired by uh you know, grunge or blues explosion, or it, it just was. It was like so too clearly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. It wasn't me. You know, it's like what? What? What am I doing here? Right. You know, I'm I'm basically just doing a. Um, I'm overly inspired by this shit, and it's clear in this early music. Oh wow. um, But then I'm you know moving here. You know, opened up a lot of things and. I think I've finally uh, found my voice, but I, I, still, I still take, um, I'm, I'm still heavily inspired by other, mu- other music. When I, I write.
0: don't think anybody can help but be, whether you admit it or not, I think that's the big difference.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, sometimes I'll, when I'm trying to write like that song on, uh, on new confusion, get meta. Yes. I'm like, if I want to write something kind of melodic, I'll try to sing like Wayne Coyne. <laughs> oh, cool. You know, <laughs> like, okay. So, you know, just, and I'm not going to do it right now. I didn't now, think about know. that. Talk about yourself Like you're somewhere else Get meta. You're link between two worlds Get meta. You're a dream between two worlds. Get meta.
3: Who are you?
1: You are. But I'll be like, I'll listen to like, you know, because. He writes, you know, kind of melodic, uh, you know, stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> but if you, if you try to make your, do an impression of Wayne Coyne <laughs> and, and play a few chords, you'll, <laughs> you'll write some melodic stuff, uh, and, you know, whether it's good, but so and <laughs> it, it's interesting. I saw, um, uh, I heard, uh, uh, McCartney on a podcast just recently. Okay. And he said he does that when he tries to write a when he writes a lot is that he will put himself, he said, specifically, he's like, I want to sound like Bill, big Bill Brunsey on the song. And so he'll try to sing like big Bill Brunsey in order to conjure the song. And then I was like, I, you know, not, not to connect myself with McCartney. And <laughs> Why not? But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh but I'm like, dude, I do that too, man. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, uh, in a lot of ways, I mean, how much original shit can you do? I mean, you know, it's, it's. I mean, what hasn't been done? I guess, I guess if you knew what hasn't been done, then.
0: It's actually already do. been done.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> everything, everything's pretty much. Uh, so finding, finding my voice is, uh, it's what what is it i i'm not really that sure you know it, it's uh i mean i guess you just kind of leave it to the listener to to figure out what what it is and and you just put your put your stuff down when you feel like it when it comes to you as as it comes to you and
0: when the and muse then,
3: hits
1: yeah when the muse hits i guess is what you do and then and then i guess that is a uh the map of who you are, I guess, you know. So what brought you down to New Orleans? Well I had a um a good friend that I met in uh in Missouri and he was from New Orleans. Okay. And uh I met him in school. He was actually a dishwasher at my parents' restaurant. Oh okay. and and I met him because I used to work there and I came back to my hometown for uh the summer and he was dishwa a dishwasher there. And uh he taught me how to like do gravity bongs and stuff and, <laughs> and, uh, important stuff and, and he wore green jeans and i just thought that was the baddest it was so bad <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh and so he went back to new orleans and i was like told my parents i'm like i think it was my junior year and i said i'm i'm like I think I'm done, you know. I think, I've, and they're like, okay, uh, you know, at dinner, and they're like, okay. So I was like, I'm going to move to New Orleans, and then I, like the next day I got a call, and they're like, you're not fucking moving to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Until, you you are going to finish this degree, yeah. and, and I'm glad that I did that. I was like, okay. Yeah. They're like, you do not have our blessing, <laughs> but but as soon as as soon as I um, as soon as I uh, graduated. I split and headed to new Orleans and, you know, I also went for music reasons for me, you know, musical reasons. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to, you know, some traditional jazz at that time. Okay. Uh, and I wanted to explore deeper, uh, you know, jazz. And I did, and I, I learned a lot of, you know, jazz chords and, 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 you know, traditional jazz songs are like the best songs in, you know, ever written. I mean, I mean, it's this, that, that is this, that song structure, you know, you want to, you want to learn how to write songs, learn, learn, you know, uh, all of me, you know, learn, learn when you're smiling, you know, learn, uh, when, when the saints go marching in, you know, I mean, learn all, you know, that is, to me, you know, a, a good song. Usually I see a good song as, well, there's there's sort of two two ways to look at it. I, I think there's kind of two parts of who I am as a songwriter. Okay. I really like a, a nice clean package of a story. Right. Like, like Hank Senior. Okay. Yeah. You know, give me like three minutes and the story and a chord progression, you know, with a good hook and a yeah. hook and a story and i'm like that that it's it's just like the to me like the the pinnacle of what art can be man it's like you just told me a story and made me cry in three minutes exactly that's not easy to do no no it's very difficult right i mean you know because you're you got to find a hook a melody right yep the chord progression um The verse, the theme.
0: Exactly, it's got to be something compelling if it's going to be. If if, you know, if you're looking for, if if somebody's paying attention to lyrics, so
1: yeah, yeah, you got. I mean, I pay attention to lyrics. Yes. So I mean, so the the story, you need the story, the theme, and you know, it can't just be like, you know, I fell in love and she broke my heart. Like, no, I mean, it's got to have like an angle on that. Yeah. You know, I mean, so, so I love that's definitely one way i would go you know like and if i was looking at this record this record is definitely a little more stream of consciousness but it's like like go home the song last song on the record
0: oh i love that song
1: i i nailed i think i i that part of me that wants to write that package of a song right that tells the story Mm -hmm. right all and it and and it ends and like you started off and it ends you know with a verse and a chorus and, and you get the full feeling of what the person is trying to say right Yeah, I, that, that, that's one thing I like to do right I,
0: I was gonna tell you once we got to, that, that go home I thought it was the best it, it's the perfect way to end the album I mean it's it's dreamy it's foggy a little bittersweet it's just yeah. it, it sounds like the night's over
1: Time seems- half past nine when your first message arrived but someone just bought me a drink Yeah. And and it's, and, and there's a lot of regret. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, it's, and it's, that, that is written straight from the heart that one. I mean, it's like that. uh, And my friend Rick Huckel, who is a trombone player in the morning forties, he was just in town recently and he stayed at my house and uh, he's like, you know, he said, I listened to your record. Finally listened to it. He goes like, now he's like, now I know. How to write songs, and I know how to make I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "He's like, just make a map of your mind," <laughs> 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 because because he's like he's listening to this, and he goes, <laughs> "He's like looking at me like that record is a map of your mind," <laughs> 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 and I was like, "Man, I think you're right." Whoa! <laughs> because it, there's a lot of real, true stuff in here that i'm like wow uh that's not just uh you know with a tin pan alley so you know like where you're writing a song from another point of view yeah yeah you know like i'm gonna put myself in a character and write a song
0: right right okay
3: yeah
1: what is a way to do it you know uh, and there's nothing wrong with that but you know in this case you know these songs are are pretty much you know like all. From this guy. Right. From this guy. And, and, but I mean, sometimes I'll write stuff that's not, you know, but uh, for the most part, I try to write, you know, from, from the gut, you know?
0: You didn't have much of a choice with this album because you started yeah. it after the, the pandemic basically locked the country down.
1: Exactly. I was, and this is when, you know, like you wouldn't even go to anywhere. Yeah. You know when I when this when I did this, you know, people get loosened up quite a bit. But remember at the beginning, you know, when you're like sterilizing your packages when they come in, oh, yeah. stuff, you know, not, do you do that? I don't do that anymore. No, I no. Nobody <laughs> does no. it anymore. Everyone's like wiping I'm, down their packages.
0: I I I haven't had the luxury of doing that because I had to go to work every day through this whole thing. I had to drive forty five minutes to my job th- this whole time, so.
1: Well, that sucks
0: yeah I'm, you know here's here's the thing my employer says see I, I work for a, a medical device company in here in Virginia uh-huh. a- and my employer it tells me that I'm essential uh-huh. but then when I tell them I'd like a raise because I'm essential <laughs> they tell me that I'm not that essential. <laughs> But, so I'm essential enough to drive 45 minutes to work through a, a global pandemic. But want to raise... Like, eh, we could do without yeah. you. But in their defense, there's just absolutely no way to do my job from home. So We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors.
1: Well, I... Uh, what I... I was a teacher for nine and a half years in middle school and high school oh wow and uh i i quit um before christmas last year oh wow uh, to pursue some other you know wow. the other stuff and yeah. and uh and so i you know when the pandemic first hit i was like god damn it, why, why did I quit? All the teachers are going home. Yeah. And And then, but then about a month later, you know, like when they had to go, I was like, oh man, thank God. I I got this because I work from home now and I, and I, you know, I I, I like my job, but, but like you were saying during that time period there, I couldn't get anybody to play with, with me. You know, if if I'm writing a song uh, one of the great things about band practice it's like, hey dudes, I got this idea. Um, you know, I got yeah. this I got this chord progression. It, can you play, you know, this melody, you know, like, you know, with this and and with this drum beat and, you know. Yeah. And let's see how it sounds like cuz I got it's in my mind. I think it could be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But, but there's nobody to do that with, right? So I'm like, well, you know what I'm going to do? And I made a children's record that I've been working on for years and I finished that sort of at the beginning of the, the pandemic and so i i got good okay. decent enough to like use the software okay uh, to to do it and so i'm like you know what i'm just going to go up and spend this time making this and and i really was just demoing stuff at first okay you know i'm like i'm just going to demo this stuff and then what do you do when a demo becomes good enough where you're like this is not a demo yeah and this, this is a,
0: and this whole pandemic thing doesn't look like it's ending anytime soon.
1: Right, right. And so I'm like, you know, I think I finished one of them, one or two or three, and I'm like, well, I think I might be this this is this could be working. Yeah. You know? And so I, you know, continually worked and worked and worked, and uh before you know it, I got ten songs and I'm like, Holy shit. <laughs> this, is a, this is a record. Yeah. And then a record label wants to pick it up. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I didn't even need a
0: band this whole time.
1: Uh, or no, maybe I'm like, you know, you know, uh, Prince always just recorded his own records by himself. Right. That's true. And and then he'd bring it to the, to put a band together and be like, play this, play this, play this, play this. Yep. But, but like you were saying earlier, that that's certainly not my style because I like, the energy of playing with, you know, I, I can't go in and be like, Hey dude, can you play this? Right. I mean, I, I can go in and say, you know, listen to this part. Can you, know, let this inspire you.
0: You like the camaraderie of a band. You don't want to be a band director.
1: Yeah, I, exactly, man. I, I mean, you're the energy. I mean, first of all, nobody's getting paid a whole bunch of money. Right. Right. So, you know, if you're like, if you're getting paid a lot, you know, then you'd be like, okay, play this exactly. Right? Yeah. But if you're, you know, if you're just basically doing it because you love playing music, you're not going to want to go to band practice and have some guy bossy around. No, 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 you you want to, you want to go off on your, you want to do your thing and, and create with the person, you know I mean? Yeah. Every, you you got to have buy-in and, and that's good for everyone, man. If everybody contributes to the performance and to the creation process then it's it, you know you feel it you yeah. feel it the audience feels it and so the way we've been performing these songs and we've done a few shows like live streams and also we've played in the park by my house okay uh, we ran a, 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 like eight extension chords from my friend's house <laughs> <laughs> into the park oh and, that's uh, awesome yeah and we kicked ass it that was like awesome. and so we're going to do it again and hopefully uh, we won't get busted because it did say that they're going to start fining people for doing shit like that
3: oh jeez
1: but uh, I'm like you know what let's just get fined and, and tape the whole thing when the cops come and be like hey man how could you do this to us man we're musicians we're trying to make money and you're going to take you know try to get like some I've been out of work program. for a year yeah, come on, man. Dance with me, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know what? Then we'll release this. We'll, we'll do a GoFundMe for the bail money.
1: Yeah, You'll something like set. that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but um, yeah, we're going to do uh, on January 2nd, we're going to do a yard sale. It's like a block. Everybody on the block, like in the park by my house, we're going to oh, cool. you know, do a yard sale and then uh, a 10 gallon tinfoil hat. Which is the band that's backing me up on this is uh, is going to do a show, another show. So, we do what we have to do, man. That's right. Just have to borrow a few extension cords. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Make sure the cops don't take those when you get arrested.
1: No way, man. That- no, they're not getting that stuff.
0: <laughs> so, when you're doing this stuff live, is it all the? Uh, is it just all music, The music from the new album, or is it? No, stuff it? no,
1: no. Because ten uh, gallon tinfoil hat. So after Mike left, you know, left the forties in the rough seven. Yeah. Uh, I, so I was, I've been booking shows at this bar called BJ's in my neighborhood. And it's, uh, so we have this Friday night at BJ's and it's been doing that for all uh, over two years when pandemic hit. And uh, we have lots of, you know, great bands there. Uh, in fact, New Orleans has a really great, scene of country traditional music uh, you know young young people
3: yeah
0: Uh, yeah
1: i don't know if you've heard of mashed potato records those releases that they've done okay Uh, the real analog uh you know all tape machine like sam sam doors uh jackson and the janks um tuba skinny uh Chris Acker. I don't know. Two uh, skinnies. I gotta check that
0: out. I haven't heard of that.
1: Oh that, they're they're traditional jazz, but That's but they're young. So I mean there's just there's a really great scene. Um and so in looking at and watching these young people, I'm like, I loved how they were they're really driven to honor the tradition. Yeah. Right. And so they're gonna do they do country music like cut man like how it should be done oh you know cool. like nice. old school you know like buck owens and you know and oh, and uh, nice. uh and i you know and so i'm like watching these guys and i'm kind of inspired by by these young players you know like yeah so just sort of like the the way that they're they don't deviate from it meaning like they they are very consistent about they're going to sound like this and it's going to be there, you know,
3: and that's who they so, are.
1: Yeah. And I, and, I, and I like that. And so I put together this band, uh, 10 gallon tinfoil hat with this idea that we're going to play country like as straight as we can. Right? OK. But then. We're also like going to freak the fuck out.
3: Awesome.
1: So, so, the whole idea, you know, the, the, ten, the, the 10 gallon hat, right? Yeah. Meets the tinfoil hat. <laughs> That's brilliant. So, uh, and so we were, we had about eight to 10 songs, maybe 10 songs before the pandemic happened that were, some were like totally straight country. And then some were like AM noise. You know better, you know, and so that band, you know, I when I started doing this, I was thinking, you know, I'm gonna demo these songs for the band. Okay. Right. Yeah. But you know, as time went by, I'm like, I'm just gonna just keep this. So right now, the band is playing a mixture of the the songs we wrote together. Okay. Um before the pandemic and then also uh, the songs from New Confusion.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you can see um on the Ten Gallon Tinfoil Hat Facebook page, um, I think it's R Scully and Ten Gallon Tinfoil Hat, all one word. Okay. You can see there's a live performance that we do, a live stream that to celebrate the release of New Confusion.
0: Oh, cool, okay.
1: Yeah. So so
0: why did you name the album New Confusion?
1: uh you don't know i'm a little
0: confused (laughs) is this this new for you
1: (laughs) Uh, anyway uh so just like everyone um at one point early on in the pandemic i thought i was dying of of covid right i thought i couldn't breathe right didn't have a fever, but was just, just was so sure I had it. Right. Cause yeah. I'm just paranoid every, you know, apparently. So I went and got tested and, uh, went through, It's like a, a drive through one and we go through and get swabbed and stuff. And they give you this you know, brochure and stuff. And they're like a list of things to look for. Right. right. To, if, if you think you have it. Right. And one of those things was new confusion. New. Okay. Yeah, so, like, if you have new confusion, you, you need know, to get your ass test. I got a shit ton of old
0: confusion, but it's old. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, no, I've been confused new, about a lot of new things lately. No, new confusion.
1: <laughs> if you're feeling that, you need to, especially if it's coupled with uh, shortness of breath, and get uh,
0: your ass
3: to
1: the hospital.
0: I've gotten new confusion and a fever. I'm Dude, going I'm, down. I, I'm newly confused every morning. I, I've got a daily new confusion. Like, what? What is this? <laughs> I'm in my mid to late 40s with three teenagers. I've, I am always confused.
1: Oh, you got three, huh?
0: Yeah. 16, got- 17, and my oldest will be 18 in January.
1: Wow. You got busy. Yeah. I, I got three, too. I got, I got a, a nine, uh, wait, an 11, nine, and seven.
0: Oh, man. So, you spaced them out. We didn't do that.
1: Wow. You went for
0: it. Yeah. We, we, my wife and I were just like, let's get it done. <laughs> <Let's> just- <laughs> that, make, making them is fun. <laughs> yeah. Supporting them, not so much.
1: <laughs> yeah. They, they, they are, I'm, I, I'm so lucky to have some good kids. <laughs> good oh, kids. Yeah
0: and you actually have your daughter on the album right look, look at, at papa, at papa. <laughs> yeah that is a cool track it's really catchy don't
1: bring your sadness around look you at my papa, look at my brother it made me feel so funny look Yeah, well, I hope so. Uh, that was, so, you know, she, that was, I recorded that on a voice memo maybe at least a year ago, maybe two years ago. Oh, wow. And it was, we were just driving in the car and she just started doing that. Um, you know, she, in New Orleans, you know, we've never been, you know, we always, she, she has been in her daycare. Uh, she's been a minority and, you know, at the daycare at dance at everything you know yeah so she's got you know she's got some some soul you know because we've never you know it's it's all we're all in new orleans yeah it's not we're we're not private school people we're like you go and and do your thing and and so she just said that i was like say that again that was that was so soulful how you said that (laughs) look at my papa look at my brother i'm like Damn girl, that was good. <laughs> it and, uh, really is. And so, and so I, I recorded it on a voice memo and I'm like, and that, that's the thing with me for a I'm I'm just more than anything, I'm persistent okay. with an idea. Yeah. Um and so that idea was just in my head and I knew I had it in my phone. Um and then just when I came up here and I was recording and just like uh you know thinking of ideas and stuff i was like oh yeah there's that look at that look at my papa line that she did and so i just uh transferred that you know into garage band and then found a drum loop that kind of fit with it and it lined up just right oh that's cool and then you know it just it just happened like that and you know, and people are like, man, how did you line that up? So well? I was like, I don't know. I just, it just did. That's my girl's soul. I know. It's just, it's Cici, it's, <laughs> man. She's it's got seamless. that beat in her. <laughs> she does, man. <laughs> she does. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really fun to include them. You know, the thing I did before this was a kid's record. And they're, they're all over that. Oh, cool. And uh, that you could uh, listen to that on my band camp rscully.bandcamp.com it's called eat your toes oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cover of it is my son Wyatt uh, yeah. we, we we took my daughter's foot and put a hamburger in a hamburger bun <laughs> covered it with ketchup and mustard <laughs> and lettuce and tomato and put the bun on top and got a picture of Wyatt <laughs> oh my gosh and oh. the record's called eat your toes that is awesome uh, and where there's a song called "Eat Your Toes" on there too, that um, is so funny. It's 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 a pretty it's a good record, man. It's a it's fun, and it's it's all done at home too. And oh no, it, it actually not three of the tracks. I got um some players to play on. Um, oh cool. Yeah, some real uh, Alex McMurray. I don't know if you heard of him. No, he's, he's an excellent uh, songwriter. Like okay world renowned. He's, you know, lives in our neighborhood. Um nice. and, uh, some other real real New Orleans jazz guys to play on three of the songs because 'cause they're like trad, you know, trad sounding. And so okay. uh, it's a little mix a mix of some things. And um uh, but yeah, uh you know, I never really liked it when people would include their kids on their albums. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but then I had kids. So yeah, uh, Yeah. That- like when like when uh tom waits like he's got his son on drum like what is this shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> nepotism <laughs> I think the, if i was a musician the only thing i've got from my i have my son in like some when he was uh like he's 17 now it's probably when he was eight doing uh, screaming in it like a death metal growl chicken monkey duck
1: Oh, yeah. He's going, Chickamonky Duck,
3: Chickamonky Duck, Chicka 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 Monkey Duck. Chickamonky Duck, Chicka Monkey Duck, Chicka 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 Chicka
0: Chicka 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 Monkey Duck. And that's about the only thing that I've got. <laughs>
1: With the double bass. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Doing some blasts. <laughs> oh, man, that's that sounds hot.
0: Dude. I got to send. Damn, Now I got to send that to somebody. I, get, you should. I got to go back to some of my death metal interviews and send them, to, Hey, do something with this. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So man. so what made you do a children's record? How did that get started?
1: I, you know, it's just like what we, you know, with kids, you know, you start singing songs to them and they, and, and I'm like, I, and that's that at certain times I'm like, you know, am I missing out on like actually enjoying this? Because, you know, I like I know start singing mean. to my kid, you know, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty catchy. Maybe I should record that. <laughs> Maybe I can make some money off that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, it, it's just, it's like in my DNA, man, you know, like, but then I also, it was one of these goals of mine to where I'm like, I want to leave something for them. Like for, so each, the record has a song about each of them on it.
3: Oh, awesome. You know?
1: you know and uh, uh and I, so it was also a way of expressing my love for them you know yeah. in my own way and like you know so when i'm gone you know they'll have you know they'll have something like that you know they'd be like Daddy, awesome. daddy's song you wrote uh, you know about me you know that was one of those things i just was on on in my plans for you know 5 years wow. or something and then i finally wrapped it up and again, it's just that persistence. And I, I you know, so it, it really was, it's like, remember, it's like the map of my mind. Yeah. It's a map of my mind. You know, it's <laughs> like, so I mean, if I got kids, what am I going to write about? It makes sense. The kids, That makes right? Sense. So, so uh, you know, it's part of who I am that I'm just, you know, if something's happening in my life, you know, it's there's a good chance I might write about it.
0: Well now I feel like I maybe I should do a podcast about my kids.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, this this is becoming one right now. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think I've mentioned them more than this one. Chickamuke oh, duck. Yeah, and oh, he's got the whole
0: he's got the arms he's got the arms sheet chickamonke dug, duck. Oh, it's hilarious. I gotta find the video. My wife took it. <laughs> on the way to school one day it just killed me oh man so all right so so that's old confusion so now back to new confusion yeah new confusion all right so i really love the opener manhole is such a cool tune it's it's it makes me it gives me like a super chill kurt vile vibe
1: Standing on a manhole Wishing that I'd never grow old Think about a TV show How I want to sit and watch some more
0: Nice. I absolutely love it. It is It's such a great opener.
1: That's definitely one of my best songs I've ever written, I think i mean it did it, it i don't know it that one took a really took a lot a long time to, yeah to get right i actually kind of copped the, the chord progression from city of new orleans oh really interestingly well i mean it's you can't notice it it's just i learned that song because uh, i played it well i was asked to play it in a funeral uh, for for somebody's okay. uh, father, for Rob Cambry's father, actually. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, they ended up choosing uh Merle Haggard's "Silver Wings" instead, but I did learn the song, and um, it be- it was a country song at first, like told pretty straight. Yeah, you know, standing on a manhole, you know, wondering okay. if I ever so, you know, like that. It's yeah. kind of like that, and then I've I made it like that, and then it. I wasn't happy with it and so it slowly I deconstructed it and instead of doing guitar chords I did had the bass and the synth do the the chords instead and sort of spaced it out that way and then the lyrics kind of have many layers to them you know it's uh you know I mean the kernel of the song was me walking the dog in the morning and guess where I was standing? Oh, <laughs> I mean, fucking I'm, animal! Confused.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I could, I could go out and show you the manhole if you want.
0: <laughs> Clear up my confusion. I must not have COVID.
1: This one right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I, you know, and and uh, no, that you know, it's just you know, I, I, I'm Catholic. I have a tendency to yep, uh, me wonder, wonder about my soul. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, and maybe the uh uh the consequences of of what i'm doing here and then uh, and then also you know what what are the consequences of wasting your time binge watching a fucking you know uh some thing you know shit's creek yeah like i'm gonna i'm just i'm gonna when i could be like feeding the homeless you know right, right? yeah but like uh and it's just and it's, and it's also, this existential question about, you know, where, where does he, you know, a, after the final episode, where does the hero go? Yeah. You know, where, where does he go? You no, know, we no we don't, nobody knows, you know? Exactly. And so it's just, it's like, I don't know. It's, it, it, it has a, a pretty important, it's, it's, I say it's one of my best songs because it's, I think because of how I pr- produced it and deconstructed it. Right. you know and uh because when you start recording yourself the recording process also becomes the art form as well because you're not just writing a song that, you know if you're writing a song and recording it while you're writing it the recording process is an instrument okay so okay. you know how you how you produce it you know and how or how you deconstruct it, or what instruments you use or what sounds you use, or you know that that that's all part of it, and so really, you know when i th- this record is is really I would say the other the other instrument that I play on this record is the production process because I did it all, yeah, you know, and so I guess when I say that's one of my favorite songs that I've written, it's probably because I have full ownership, and it's something that when I say full ownership, just like I did it from, from the, from standing on that manhole (laughs) at dusk, right. I mean, at dawn, you know, to three months later, putting the last fade out. Right. Um, I'm like, I, I made something here, you know, it's like, there's just, it's not, there's something important, uh, sort of, um, self, Empower, or what did what did uh, what did ralph waldo emerson say uh, like oh. you do you, you're able to do it on your own right okay yeah you do it all, you do it all on your own right right and uh, and so that that's that's one of the reasons I, i'm super proud of this record and uh, and manhole especially
0: well you should be because honestly i don't know how many songs i've heard that feature cold cuts And that is one of the (laughs) that is one of the coolest songs. My little phony (laughs) is—I think it's the first song I've ever heard that focuses on cold cuts, specifically baloney.
1: My little phony, nobody even eats baloney. My little phony, nobody even eats baloney. (laughs)
0: I'm pretty sure that's what Emerson was referencing <laughs>
1: when he's talking about
0: doing things on your own
1: <laughs> that one uh, that, yeah so, <laughs> so that,
0: you may need to get tested for COVID after you wrote that song that may have been new
3: confusion
1: (laughs) that was certainly definitely was so you're gonna see you know where go home is like a song and a package and a theme Um, there's a lot of stuff on here too where I'm like this that was my first take of lyrics and there was no (laughs) lyric before that (laughs) that's like I just like turned the mic on and just started saying shit (laughs) and 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 then, this is I'm totally serious too. That part of the the element of I think when you're recording all by yourself to make it enjoyable for yourself is again to take some chances. Yeah. And and so you know that and COVID sheets, man. I didn't write any of that stuff. Really? None of it. Wow. I just said it. it. I just the the music was going, and I'm like I pressed go and i just started saying shit that, off the top of my head
0: that is so cool and what i what i really love and appreciate about that is that a lot of other people will say yeah we did that and then not put it on an album like that's just something we were just working out some gigs just, just getting some ideas the, the fact that you put it on the album is amazing <laughs> i love that see i, I used to do uh, uh improv i went into dc and go to and, and go to classes do improv and I, I love comedic improv i don't i'm not a musician i can i can strum a couple chords but i couldn't even tell you what they were because i can't read music and i don't know what the hell they are right but i love comedy i love improvisational comedy i love improvisational music and doing something that's that's totally improv and silly it, it and and have, being brave enough just to just say you know what that's Cool. I want to put that out.
1: Well, That's awesome. Yeah, I, you know, it. I was inspired. in, in Ween, early Ween. Yeah, you know, like uh, God Ween, Satan, and the Pod.
0: The Pod. Yeah.
1: And you know, like the and and also like early Beck, like uh, One Foot in the Grave and Stereopathetic Soul Manure. I don't yes. Know if ever listen to that stuff? Yes. It was those guys. Obviously, they were recording themselves yep um often more more often than not they're recording directly into the recording device yes right you can tell yeah yeah. so a lot of when i was doing that stuff i was thinking that in my mind you know i'm like because when they would do something funny on those records right they didn't delete it and redo it no (laughs) no not at all they went went with it man and and (laughs) you know that's why a lot of those songs, you know, those early wins people are like, man, this is just some stupid, th-. but the songs were really good. Yeah, But they were, the way they recorded it, they, they, they didn't try to make it perfect. And they, they relished in the mistakes that were made and the funny shit that happened yeah. while it was being, while it was being recorded, yeah. not like while the process of recording, but while re- the, the record <laughs> button, was, yeah. was, you know? Yeah. And so in some ways I was like thinking there's not enough of that these days. Oh, I agree completely to where, to where I'm like, the, you know, this on my little phony. Yeah. So I went up, I went, went and I was trying to record another song, uh, this song that my other, that 10 gallon does. And I'm trying to demo that. And I got this drum beat and, the other song was over. For, it was four minutes long. It was over, and the beat kept going, <laughs> and I just kept going. <laughs> and, and then I started. I was playing an open G, and I started doing that that riff where I'm like, you
3: know, <laughs>
1: my little phony. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and so I'm like, and so basically, what that song is. I just cut the other song off okay. and then went with it because <laughs> the bass line was cool. And the, and every, all of that was, it was impro- improvised.
3: That's awesome.
1: So I, I made it a point to be like, okay, I did that. Now I'm going to do a guitar part, but only one once. If I, if I, if I fuck it up, that's, that's it. it. Then I'm going to go back to, to it. And then, and needless to say, I was
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, and I'm like, okay, so now I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down a lyric. Yeah. But when what that's a good good time to do it. What? Yeah. Right. And and so and that's what the and so that's it. That's what you hear on the record, is that. And and, oh. and you can and so I'm I hope, you know, that there's a certain subjective thing that you that a person that I get from a, a certain authenticity that you should get from it. Yeah. Right. The fact that it's not verse chorus verse building tension and, and, you know, and like the clean polished song, right. i right. um, like, go home, for example, is like that. Like I really tried to construct that manhole yeah. really right. tried to construct that. Right. But there's also this, I think it's important to have an element of authenticity where it's like, Okay, my pants are off for this one, (laughs) and and I'm gonna, uh, I'm just gonna do something, and we're gonna see what happens. And uh, because you know, you know, because what's so what what's so important about that is, is that you are getting a recording of its creation. Yeah, you are getting a, a recording of. There's no, the, there's, the thought has not been, there's no, you're not thinking about this. Right. You, so the listener is there as it is created.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, uh, a document of a song being created in the moment. Exactly.
1: It is. Yeah. And so obviously it's not going to be like verse chorus verse, and like all perfect, right. you know, it's going to be something that, that evolves and becomes, you know, and, and if you can do that and it's good, And it it sounds pretty good. I say, put it out. Oh yeah. Because, because there's an important element of authenticity to doing that. And I wish more bands would do that. Uh, You know, that I could hear more stuff where it's like, where you can tell that they're, you know, that it's, that it's super duper fresh. Yeah, Right. Like it's raw, but it's,
0: it's fun.
1: Yeah. It's fun. Right. You can tell the fun of it and you can tell like, wow, these, these people are, are having fun together making yeah. this music and it's and you can tell because it's not too complex and you can tell cuz there's some mistakes yep. and you can tell that the tone may not be just right you know and everything but you can tell that the vibe is fu- is fun
0: yeah you know well it's as as we keep going back to this episode it's a map of your mind because you've got The beautiful songs in Manhole and Go Home, but you've also got the humorous side of you coming out in in My Little Phony, and you've got your kids in Look at Papa. You know, it's this whole album is is a map of your of your
1: mind. It is. It's it's kind of scary. Yeah. (laughs) At the end of Arrested, (laughs) that one that. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one I was going to bring up next
0: because I love, that's the one I I was referencing earlier with all the feedback. Yeah, come on. such a cool song
1: yeah that one t- you know it's again it was a way of a, a simple country song you know yeah it's just, but a good theme i think you know you know yep. the, this yeah you know, i mean look i the, the the part the part sometimes you write a song just because of something that you know you're playing guitar and all of a sudden I, all i say is it's this is hard for me to say because we share dna Yep. And then and right from there I'm like, okay, that's this is a song. You know, and that's yeah. that's because you know, you know that is something everybody has felt, right? Yep. And it's something that you could say in one little sentence. This is hard for me to say because we share DNA. And so I made the country song about that, you know. This time, <laughs> brother, you <laughs> deserve to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and that's inspired by real events and and uh uh, oh, years, ago, years, years ago. Um, but, um, <laughs> but I, you know, it, it's, it, it, I'm like, okay, this is a country song. You know what I'm going to do? I am going to completely deconstruct this, um, and make it and just noise it out, just yeah. noise it out. And I just was like, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. so like it starts off where you can hear like the, the guitar picking of the, of the country guitar. Right. And then, yep. I was like, this record is going to be psychedelic. I'm going to do, you know, um, and so we're going to take this country song and we are going to turn it inside out. And so I did. And, um, sure did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Sonic youth decided to go country for a song.
1: <laughs> right. Well, that, that's, I was trying to achieve that. And, uh, that, when I think that's, that's definitely one of my favorites on there too. Oh, yeah. Like the, the feedback thing at the end I don't know how the fuck I did that.
0: <laughs> See, that's the thing. I love I love feedback. I love... Me too. I man. love soundscapes and noise. And that, Yeah, that's why I love bands like the Verve and My Bloody Valentine, you know, especially yeah. early Verve. They just... And, and early Smashing Pumpkins, they would just...
1: Yeah, I love that. Play you know, there with was sound. That, that one Smashing Pumpkins record where they, he had like the five-minute feedback at the end. Oh,
0: uh, Drown the I song think, drown I, I that,
1: everybody was it was beautiful
0: it was. Uh, yes yeah, it it, i think it's, i think it's, you're, you're referring to the song drown which is on the soundtrack to the movie singles
1: right yeah that's it that's yep. it yeah that's that's possibly my favorite
0: pumpkin song of all
1: time and I, yeah the feedback at the at the end and i'm, I'm working on something uh, similar but uh, i don't know now i'm thinking about that right? <laughs> I, you know i i've been working on this idea of uh, and I actually achieved it with rough seven, but before, but building an, uh, you know, an orchestra with, with feedback. So, you know, you know, when you, when you make a chord, you know, you make a chord on your guitar and Mm -hmm. hit your distortion pedal and you put the neck of your guitar on the amp. Yeah. It will do feedback in the key that your chord is. Oh, cool. Right. I did so, not know that. So when you do that, you can make, so you can make G feedback, you can make C feedback, you can make oh, D wow. feedback. So, so I worked on and wrote out these charts, not like in real music, but like bass player does this. And so we're all doing feedback in like wow. the first third and fifth of the chord oh, of wow. a chord progression. Right. And then as it goes, each, you know, you change. And so you're basically doing chords as if you had like a violin section in an orchestra you wow. know, that's doing that, but instead of it being violins, it's feedback. Oh man. And so I'm, I'm, I'm working on doing that, you know, uh,
0: Oh, I'm I dying can, to hear I that can. already.
1: Yeah. I'll let you know if, if I ever actually achieved that, because, uh, oh, it was yes. super cool when we did it, it was super cool. And, uh, it just kind of got lost in the mix, but, um, it's Again, it's that persistence. I'm, gonna, I'm going to achieve that yeah. at some point because um, I'm not sure it's been done. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I
0: know there is a guy, um, and, and your, your avant-garde guitarist may know, know this guy, uh, Reese Chatham. Yes.
1: Oh, I'm sure he does. Reese like, Chatham does a lot
0: of weird stuff with guitars. He, he's done a, an orchestra for 400 guitars.
1: Okay, I'm sure he's done this. (laughs) Oh, he's
0: he's done weird things. It's it's um, but see, he tends to do it on a huge scale, like Mm -hmm. you know, 40 guitars, 400 guitars. So, if getting something a little more focused could sound completely different, and his is is, is a lot of uh, oh, it's it's hard. It's kind of of those people. i don't even know i mean they've got it on video where it's just uh, it's, it's it's mostly public performances but he's got a he's got a bunch of albums out and i had a couple guys on a couple people on the show not just guys some ladies as well who played with him um robert poss and um um uh karen hagloff were in the band of susans and before Band of Susans, they played with uh, Glenn Branca and Reese Chatham in these uh, noise orchestras or whatever. They they're just it's crazy stuff.
1: I'll but, ask Rob about it. I, I know he definitely knows who the, who that is.
0: Oh yeah, he he might actually if he if he ever wants to listen to a podcast. <laughs> I, I had uh, I, I had Robert Poss on and and Karen Hagloff. And Karen Hagloff was a cool story because she was this avant rock avant-garde rock guitarist and she put it all down and went to medical school and became an oncologist it's
1: good just, call yeah <laughs> yeah
0: but now she's in new york city she's an oncologist but she's she's gotten back to playing music again so now she's both
1: yeah man time flies oh it's crazy you know you make a decision to do something and you, stay, you put your mind to it before you know it you're done and yeah
0: like this and, podcast man i've kept you for for like an hour and 15 minutes already no shit yeah wow man oh, we we should actually start doing the, the podcast here let me wait let me hit record <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I'm so, it. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've
0: i've had a blast this has been a great talking to you about the album and and yeah, the really cool music you're making and the all of it not just the new album but but the morning 40 federation rough 7 i'm really digging it
1: well i appreciate that man uh, i also i'm really happy that uh, i've been acquainted with the podcast because you know it's our our generation uh you know you talk to a lot of people from our generation and and, and how important music it's it's easy to forget how important music was for our generation oh yeah you know i mean like it was everything it really was to to the subculture that we were part of yet not everybody you know we were part of a subculture but for that subculture man yeah you know it was it was it it defined who we were in every way and so it it is cool you know listen to you you know speak from that perspective and interview people from that perspective
0: i appreciate that
1: about music because you know i i hadn't heard it quite in, in quite that way before and i think it's uh i think you're doing a, a, an awesome thing and i hope that you gain a, a lot of traction man and, and uh, appreciate that It gets bigger and bigger because i think it's it's super important what you're
3: doing Silly, silly, you know why, you are say, me, I said, what day is It's truth, eh-oh, eh-oh, oh you are never mean eh-oh, eh-oh, eh-oh! oh 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 eh-oh, eh-oh, oh 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 eh-oh, 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 oh 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 Now, I know everybody likes to call the wards a party, so I love the team if you like to party out here, but you cannot find